Welcome. Jesus is our inspiration. Welcome to the deposit. God's love is our motivation. Welcome to the deposit with Brian and Dinah Lee. It's our inspiration. Where we use what God has deposited in us to inspire you to make a difference with what God has deposited in you. So come on. It's our motivation. Let's do this. Let, 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 let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to The Deposit with Brian and Dinah Lee. This is season three. Uh, we are in episode six and our theme for this season is Come Alive. And today we're going to be having our, my good friend, our good friend, Chris Clem today, Dr. Chris Clem, <laughs> uh, discussing, discussing how to survive burnout and reignite purpose. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the on the deposit, we share powerful stories and testimonies about divine appointments that are impacting people for Christ in our everyday life. Our goal is to encourage and inspire you to step out of your comfort zones, share the gospel, and watch God move in the lives of those around you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So last week, if you hadn't watched the show, we shared about the Jesus Revolution movie. Uh, we just shared kind of how it impacted us, what we thought about the movie. And I actually just went again with some girlfriends on Tuesday night. And the movie is just so incredibly impactful. I came home in tears, just crying and bawling. And uh, it was very reminiscent for Brian. <laughs> yeah, because when I first saw it, I let the theater empty and I just wept. Yeah. And it just touched me so deeply because he's just so hungry for God to move and touch those people that seem to be unreachable. And so it was, uh, it was incre incredible. Yeah. It's a powerful movie. So if you haven't been to see it yet, we definitely encourage you to do that. And if you want to hear our thoughts and how it touched us, you can listen to last week's uh, episode on YouTube or Facebook uh, on, and Oh, don't forget we're on podcasting now. So you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Yeah. And so, and it's, it's breaking all kinds of box office records. It's, yeah. it's already quadrupled what they thought it would make. And so God is on it. So yes, he's going to see it. So, mm -hmm. but uh, today uh, we have such a special treat today with our friend Chris on the show. Um, I've known Chris and his wife, Trisha, since the early nineties. And they live, they actually live in the same area as one of our favorite guests or even our, our our audience favorites, I uh, guess, Wanda Linderman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if if you were have been watching with us for a, a while, you might remember her from season one. Uh, Wanda shared testimony of her life and her husband, where they've uh, fostered over a hundred children, and so uh, Chris lives near uh, them. And if you haven't listened to Wanda's testimony, you can go back to season one and listen to it too. You will be yeah. so glad you did. Yeah. And so, so Chris and Trisha have been longtime friends, uh, friends who have partnered with us in ministry for over 30 years. I remember being together. I mean, seeing him hype with hope. Um, we, when we were with White Gloves, uh, we spoke at his youth group in Carrollton, Texas. And I believe the last time that we saw each other was on our epic Awaken Life tour in 2017, where we got to minister at his church. And I uh, had fun at the lake and in his yard shooting armadillos <laughs> in Hardy, Arkansas. <laughs> Where they literally have the nastiest spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And right. so, so come on, Chris, and uh, tell us about yourself. And yeah, and just 
uh, how are uh, about our connection with you? Well, it's so great to be with you guys. Um, I'm, I'm actually in Arkansas today, and uh, I'm being sponsored by McDonald's because I'm using their Wi-Fi right now. So, uh, <laughs> Del Road. so, so uh, I pulled over and pulled into their parking lot, and hey, they have Wi-Fi, so here I am. But uh, oh, we've yeah. known Brian and Diana Lee for, uh, well, Brian, over 32 years. I have. Trisha's known him longer than that. And, of course, Diana Lee, uh, shortly after after that, when, when they got together and got married. And so one of the longest standing ongoing relationships that we have, and uh, we just treasure it. And, you know, I was thinking about you guys yesterday. I was thinking about the scripture where Jesus, as he was getting ready to leave, he was talking to his disciples and said, listen, when I leave, there's going to be wolves that are going to try to come in. There's going to be people that try to come in and scatter the flock. And there's going to be false prophets that are going to rise. And then he said these words. He said, there, there's a way that you can test to see if somebody's false. And, and I was reading this just a week or two ago. And he said, the way you judge people is by their fruit. And then he put a period behind that. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I think of that one thing that Jesus said, you can judge a tree by its fruit. You can judge a prophet by their fruit. You can judge a leader by their fruit. And when I think about you guys, I see great fruit. And I wow. see a life of commitment. And the reason our relationship has stayed so strong is because you guys are the real deal. And I've watched you. I've literally watched you for over three decades. Wow. And um, you, got, you guys are awesome. And we, it's been an honor to partner with you and then to do ministry with you. And uh, it's exciting to see what God continues to do in and through your lives. So I'm just honored to be here. Oh, you're not supposed to make us cry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for those uh, very kind words. We are so grateful You're for welcome. the friendship that God has given us with you and Trisha as well over the years. Yeah. And we're so grateful yeah. that you've taken the time to come and join us on the show and just share your heart about um, burnout and uh, reigniting sure. a purpose as well. So, so, so what, what are you doing now? Awesome. Well, you know, I've got my PhD in leadership, organizational leadership. And uh, interestingly, Brian, a couple of different things. We're still pastoring at our church. We've been there 14 years, a great church. We've got about 700 people a month wow. that we minister to. It's, it's a wonderful church in rural Arkansas. We're from Texas, but we've been up here for 14 years and uh, received my PhD last year. And honestly, kind of right during COVID, you know, COVID had just hit. And I was getting ready to start my dissertation. And one of my professors called me and said, hey, listen, we want you to do some research on burnout. And my first thought was burnout's for losers. Uh, burnout's <laughs> for quit. Why, why do you guys want me? I said that, you know, I, I mean, yeah. I'm like, why do you want me to research that? And then the head of the department called me a couple of days later and said, listen, we've been talking and we'd like you to study burnout. And I'm like, what's going on? So I did. I I took a study. I did a a self-assessment on burnout, a a clinical self-assessment, and I was categorically burned out in all three areas of burnout. And so they they set me up because they saw it. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and so I actually ended up doing my doctoral dissertation on burnout. It was a two year, about a two year study on burnout. And I did a study on uh, law enforcement officers. I'm a captain uh, in law enforcement agency. And so law enforcement, uh, clergy, pastors, and physicians in Arkansas and Texas. 
So it was a big study that's now turned in now turned into I'm working with school districts in Florida, in Arkansas and Texas. I'm working with uh, law enforcement at a state level and I'm teaching on leadership and burnout um, in in all of those areas. So it's kind of turned into this thing that I didn't anticipate working on a book to be released this fall with some colleagues on burnout. So it's kind of a crazy thing. Well, you know what? Uh, Burnout is, 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 is something that uh, is, is happening that you can just see the effects on so many people. People are so tired. They're so worn out and they don't, we see it all the time. Don't have the energy to really do much except to survive. And, uh, and so I think that this subject is, is, is right on for today, especially us walking out of these crazy three years and just trying to find out, Mm -hmm. uh, find our, 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 our path. You know, and so uh, and mm-hmm. one thing that is, is really interesting is that many people uh, don't know they're burned out before it's too late. And um, what yeah. are some of the what are some of the signs? Well, that's a great question. And I'll, and I'll tell you, before I answer that, Brian, I want to say this um, as a people. And I mean, especially North Americans, but uh, really around the world. But, but I can only speak for us, um, you know, Canada, U.S., Um, we have gone through this mass trauma over the last Mm -hmm. three years where our worlds were absolutely turned upside down. And it was, it was not just one industry. It was across almost everybody, including our children because of what happened in schools. So you literally, you literally have this, you have this mass trauma that we've all experienced. And I had a teacher in a meeting, Oh, I don't know, six months ago said, why haven't things got better? you know, what's happening. And I felt like the Holy Spirit dropped this in my my heart. So I shared it with the group. I said, well, I want you to imagine that you've been in a car wreck and it's a, it's a very bad car wreck. And the rescue crews get there and they pull you out of the wreckage of this bad car wreck and you survive. But now you have to go through the trauma of recovering. Mm -hmm. Now you're, now you're, you're out of immediate danger. You're not going to die. But you, you're now going through this this period of recovery, and that's where we are right now as a people. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, and so, when you think of that, well, burnout it kind of manifests itself. Dr. Maslock is kind of the leader in this field, and, and her words are: you 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 look at burnout, and, and it manifests in three different areas. The first one is emotional exhaustion. You're just wow. tired, and it doesn't matter how much you rest, you can't seem to recover. So that's the first area. The second area is you become, you start to become cynical and uh, you begin to where, especially helping professions, whereas maybe you served people before, but now you become cynical at your job. You become cynical in your ministry. You become cynical. The very people you serve get in your way, you know, um, <laughs> you, and, you, know you know what, and it, but go you ahead. know, it, uh, I remember, uh, Last year, about this time, I told people, you know, I we love people. We we constantly ministering and connecting with people. But during that time, I I said, you know what, you know, I think I still love people, but I sure don't like them right now. And I yeah <laughs> and, yeah, and I would yeah. rather. And I did I did my best to kind of just kind of just avoid, mm-hmm. you know, deep contact. So that is wow. Yeah, those things yeah, are definitely and, and that- what we went through last year for sure. Well, and I'm telling you, Diana Lee, when you look at helping professionals, uh, pastors, law enforcement officers, nurses, teachers, uh, healthcare workers, 
um, you know, people that, that serve in nonprofits, we're helping people all the time. Well, when burnout begins to manifest one of the areas and you can have one of these three, you can be burned out with one of the three areas, but usually it's yeah. a combination. So, so first you're emotionally exhausted. Second, you become cynical. The very people you serve get in your way. It's just an example. And then third area is personal efficacy. And that's a big word that really means that it doesn't matter what I do. I don't feel like I'm making a difference. And oh, wow. uh, you begin to have, you begin to manifest self-doubt. You begin to really question should mm-hmm. I even be doing this? And so taken together, like I got the trifecta, I was doing all three. Um, wow. But you can still manifest symptoms of burnout just by having one or two of those. And so um, when you think about that, what I just defined for you, if you, if you think about your own life, you go, I've been dealing with burnout. You know, I didn't even know it, but I was dealing with elements of burnout. Even if you weren't totally burned out, you were dealing with elements and it, yeah. it negatively impacts our ability to do ministry or serve. Wow. Wow. You, you know, that's that's good, because I think that especially those that are high capacity and are driven and are alpha like in their approach, man, we pu- we push and push. Uh, until there's no more. And I I remember just feeling like I didn't realize that we were on fumes until all the fumes are gone. (laughs) And then we were just like, it's like a a mess. And it's just, and you just, you just try to go, man, what's wrong with us? Why, why can't we just get it together? And you just, you try to push it and didn't realize that the damage was for real. And it actually would take time to recover and time that's needed. Mm -hmm. So, um, I actually remember a friend, uh, one of my best friends growing up, uh, she was like, Donnelly, why didn't you come to me for help? And I'm like, but I didn't know I needed it <laughs> yeah. until it's like, yeah. you know, it, it's too late. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and it's sinister, Donnelly. It's sinister. And, and see, this is what got me, guys. This is the reason I felt like the Lord wanted me to do my dissertation, because I had been in ministry combined over 20 years. Right. I've been a lead pastor for 14 years. I'm a captain in law enforcement. I'm a SWAT certified guy. Uh, I'm running to helping run two different businesses. I am a high, I consider myself a high capacity person. I yeah. did not see this happen to me. I did not know what it was. And when I finally was diagnosed with being burned out, it scared me to pieces because yeah. I didn't see it coming and I didn't, and I had nothing to compare it against. And so I thought, man, we've got to do something about this. And that's why I felt like the Lord kind of took take me down this track. Wow. 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 It's it's incredible that you were asked to do this uh before you even knew you were burned out and before you even saw the need. <laughs> that's right. Before you even saw the need for it. <laughs> right. That's pretty, right. That's, pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, it, it just shows you how God works. I mean, I the Lord uh, been about eight and a half years ago, said, I want you to go back to school. At that time, I had a bachelor's degree. So I enrolled in my master's sport program and went straight from my bachelor, uh, my master's into my PhD in organizational leadership in the master's and the doctorate. And the whole time he was preparing me for this burnout thing that I didn't even know was coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, oh, but man. that's how God works, right? That's what mm-hmm. he prepares us in advance. And it gives you empathy. I mean, the, I I find that I have way more. We have way more empathy for people mm-hmm. now because before yes. I, I, I was like, is this what real people go through? You know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it just seems yeah. so foreign. 
Um, but the empathy right. that we have and just it's, you know, we we don't even have to say much and we, we can people will know that we understand where they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. you know I, I was actually uh, with the school district this week working with teachers uh, on burnout, uh, 70 teachers and um, in Texas. And as I'm talking to them, you do you you can feel it. And you have that empathy for them because you, you hear their words and you, it resonates with you. And uh, there's just something about a shared experience yeah. that allows us to minister to people in a different way. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's true. So I think some the three um, signs that you said kind of speak to this next question. But I was thinking, how does burnout yeah. affect our purpose and our calling? Maybe in more um, wow. specific. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably a big one. And while you're thinking about that, could you re- repeat the three signs again? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one is emotional exhaustion. Yeah. The second one is uh, cynicism. And and I don't mean being cynical. I mean, where you become a, it, it, it exudes from you, <laughs> cynicism. And then, you know what I mean? Because we're cynical and smart Alex. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about really cynical, really cynical. And then the third area is personal efficacy, which means uh, where how you feel about your job, your role. Your, uh, and it's not just your, your job. It can be, I feel like I'm a bad mother. I feel like I'm a bad father. I can't do anything right. No ma- Here, Here's the way you, you answer, answer the personal efficacy question. No matter what I do, I can't seem to make a difference. Right. Wow. And uh, that that's how you that that's how you know that. So taken together, that that's how those three come. All right, Diana Lee, to answer your question, let's look at a Bible guy. You guys heard of a guy named Elijah? He was kind of a right. big in the Old Testament. Yeah. And yes. you guys remember after the, the battle, yeah. He he did the battle with the prophets, you know, they had the big rap battle. It wasn't a rap battle, but you know, I <laughs> battle, like yeah. and like fire him. from heaven comes down, right? consumes the whole deal and then he takes off because he gets this note that Jezebel said you know I'm going to kill you and so he took off and um, you notice one of the first things that happened when when he got to where he was going or close he left his servant behind him so he withdrew by himself Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that you guys just said when you feel burned out one of the things you tend to do is want to withdraw and that's why depression can come from this and so we see elijah withdraw literally into a physical cave what we do sometimes with burnout is withdraw into a literal cave or sometimes physical in our own homes or whatever well and so true. and he was emotionally and he was emotionally exhausted i mean he mm-hmm. literally was he's underneath a tree i've got to get something to eat and, and remember and this is now i'm going to paraphrase remember i'm from the south so i paraphrase things uh, <laughs> yeah. he's sitting there and he's hungry and he's whining, right? I'm the only yep. one left. And and the Lord basically said to him, take some food, go take a nap, and we'll talk tomorrow. Right? <laughs> and yeah. and, uh, and he, he was extremely hangry. <laughs> and so, um, but but I, I really think in a way he was dealing with a form of burnout, you know, and so he withdrew. And, and I think, uh, and he was questioning himself, am I, I'm not making a difference. It doesn't matter what I do. Nobody's listening to me. I mean, classic, these symptoms, we see them manifesting in, in, uh, Elijah 
right here. And then, but, but here's what happened. What happened? He heard something going on outside and he began to walk out of the cave, right? He, mm-hmm. he came up yeah. out of the cave and then he had an encounter with the Lord. And so in a, in a brief synopsis there, I mean, that's, that's to me is a, a very brief example of kind of a burnout journey of you've got to, eventually you've got to come out of the cave yeah. and you've got to get help. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, it what crazy thing is people are still in their caves. Um, Absolutely. The three years of what's gone on, people are still in, try, feeling they're in the safety of their caves, but they but they feel the um, the the results or the consequences or the ramifications of these last three years on their life, and they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah, don't. our they capacity don't. for relationships um, has shrunk. I think. Yeah. 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 I agree with you, Dudley. I, I think it is is really impacted us, and I think that uh, that's a great word, capacity. That's one of the words I go to a lot because whenever we have something like this go on, we have an extremely reduced capacity. And yeah. so, what we have to do is really go back to the one that can fill us back up to overflowing. Yeah. And we really need, honestly, guys, we need healing from this. Mm-hmm. This is a yeah. this is not a little thing. And let me tell you something: it's not a take a weekend off and you'll be better fed. Um, <laughs> no. Wow. You know, it, it is a, it is a serious thing where we have to identify what's going on, get help and get recharged. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I tell you what, it, it took about six months or five, six months for us to even begin under, to understand the brevity or the depth of it. And then from those six, that six, five, six month period, to really the end of the year uh, was a time of recovery. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, yeah. and I tell you what, it's like, and even to say this is like, is it, what, it felt like one of the hardest times of our life. But even in today, today, it feels like, man, we are restored. Um, our pa- passion is back. We actually love people again. And, um, mm-hmm. and God is like moving incredibly. And, mm-hmm. and I find that our capacity is growing. Which is which I didn't necessarily yeah. we didn't see that <laughs> beginning to happen. So uh, another question to you: How do we, um, how do we overcome burnout? Now, how, how like what's the yeah. what's some things that you can give practical steps to just you know, yeah. So yeah, yeah. great. That that's a great question. Um, well, think about the term burnout. What does it mean? It means something that was on fire went out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting that right now in our country, we're seeing a revival, right? Yeah. Which to totally. me is something that, something that was dead or burned out has now been reignited. So yes. I think what, what you need when you're burned out is you need to be reignited and, um, and, and you need to, you need to recognize it for what it is. And then I will tell you in my, in my situation, uh, we found a Christian counselor, a wonderful lady in our community. And uh, Trisha started to go to her and then Trisha said, Hey, I want you to go to a counselor. I'm like, I'm a pastor and I'm a cop. I'm not going to see a counselor. <laughs> I counsel people. No, yeah, I I'm not going people. to do that. No, I counsel people. I'm not going to, but uh, she stayed on me for a couple of weeks and, and you guys know my wife. So I finally listened to her. The and, Holy uh, Spirit was, so, was moving. Right. Wise man. And yeah. so I went to the counselor and I said, well, I tell you what, if I go, do I have to say anything? And she said, no. 
And I said, if I go, will you leave me alone? And she said, yes. So I went <laughs> and, and we sat down in the office and I remember sitting on the couch, she had a pillow. I took the pillow, put it on my lap, wrapped my arms around it, you know, like, no, I'm not talking to anybody. And 45 minutes later, I was still talking. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but that was the beginning of my mm-hmm. personal healing process where yeah. the Lord really began to kind of help me come out of the cave. So sometimes we need help outside ourselves. You're not going to think your way out of this. Um, you, you're going to need, you need to talk to good Christian friends, a good Christian counselor. This is not something to be played with. Um, yeah. and you're not going to accidentally get better. You've got to really address it. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for us, we were very blessed to have, uh, two couples that, you know, they were, you know, uh, very high, they are very high, high capacity, you know, business owners, ministry, uh, high level leaders in ministry, mm-hmm. and they were going through the, at the same time as we were. And so as we walked, right. it was cool to be in a place where we didn't have to explain ourselves, mm-hmm. but we could just be and mm-hmm. talk through our issues uh, and just get it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was not necessarily oh, any big silver bullet that killed the whole thing, but it's just getting out the, the stuff that's inside and being honest in a safe environment. And mm-hmm. th- that we walked through that for a good five, six months. Yeah. Uh, and, and, a constant, yeah. and all of us, basically all of us that were in that, that place are out, are beginning to thrive. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's pretty cool, man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And, and, and having others that having others that you can walk the journey with is a hundred percent helpful. Notice that when Elijah left his servant, he walked away from the support system. And, mm-hmm. and so we need, we need people around us that understand because some people won't because I mean, I'm from a culture that says, Hey, put your big boy boots on and stand up and find another gear and get after it. This is not that, you know, uh, you need people that understand what's going on that can be empathetic and that you can walk together. And, mm-hmm. uh, that, that was a very wise move. That was a God thing for you guys, for sure. Yeah. I, oh yeah we believe it <laughs> and we know it. <laughs> That's for sure. I know we, we, we've talked before and there's something that you said is like not thriving, but surviving. Like what Pete, right. you know, could you kind of just speak to that? Yeah. You know, when you, when you look at ministry, when I, I can tell you my own experience uh, pre COVID, you know, we had just finished a brand new building at the church. Our numbers were better than they'd ever been. The church was hitting on all cylinders. Uh, I was going into, I was getting, you know, I had a good you know, law enforcement was good. Uh, church was good uh, education was good and then COVID started and literally in two weeks I went from full speed to stop and Mm -hmm. so I went from thriving to surviving you know and Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with burnout deep burnout that's what you're doing you're just trying to take one more breath and uh, I've had people use the terminology that I feel like I'm drowning a lady said that to me yesterday in one of my wow. meetings at the school, she goes, I feel like I'm, dr- I feel like I'm drowning. Yeah. And that is a common thing that I yeah. hear from people that wow, I'm just, man. I'm just struggling to stay above the service. And, and so if you find yourself in that spot, you know, we've got to get you to stop struggling. Mm-hmm. We've got to get you to get some help. You know, you need to get spiritual help, some, some emotional, psychological help there. And with, with a Christ follower and then, and then, 
get back to where you can thrive because now I'm thriving. What tr- here, here's the way that the Lord works. It, all right. Now I'm going to get all preachy. Okay. Okay. We're, okay. God tends to use areas in our life that, that the devil tries to bring destruction. The Lord will take those areas and turn them into jet fuel to revive us and help us thrive. Come and on. So when I look at my own, when I look at my own life here, burnout almost took me out of ministry, law enforcement, my family, all those things. I love my family first and foremost, because they were the most affected by this, you know? Um, and, but now God's turned it around to where I'm able to literally help thousands of people that are dealing with the same thing. And that's what God does. So, yes. you, you know, <laughs> that's exactly. Get the, yes. get, so, so yeah. that he, he can he, do that. And, and so that's the, going from thriving to surviving and then you can go from surviving back to thriving you know yeah and you know what and that's where you know when we talk about purpose even for our our listeners um we we're all about you know just finding our purpose doing something you know god's put something in us and if we uh, if we're walking in burnout we're walking in this state we don't have the confidence to try new things or walk into what he's he called us to so it's essential to for us to really know where we're at and understand where we're at so that we can get, we can get to where we need to be. And, uh, and I, and I love what you said. I, I feel like when the enemy comes in, the enemy wants to steal, kill and destroy. And he comes in with whatever it is, whether it's depression, whether it's sickness, whether whatever. But when we get out of that, we use that same thing he tried to use on us to slap him in the face mm-hmm. and be, and speak That's freedom for other people. Yeah. So uh, that is that's exactly that is, right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Um, that just you know that scripture that says God works all things out for our good, right? And so whatever the enemy uses, it kind of becomes our sword and goes, uh uh-uh. uh no, <laughs> God yeah. turns it around for good. Yep. Wow, yep. man. Yep. And and I hundred percent agree with that. And I think that is so that is such what he does. That mm-hmm. is such what he does. And and yeah. so. I would like to just say anybody that's going through this, maybe some of the things we've said today, you recognize in yourself, maybe that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Then, then go ahead and, and dive into that, receive the healing that God has for you and then flip that back around because, um, you know, this has been a real tool to, to come against all of us in the kingdom that the enemy has used very successfully. And, uh, it's been fear-based, it's been fear-based, but it's a real thing. And so now we need to just, get it flipped on its head and stand back up and take our position and, and be the people God's called us to be. Now's the time. Wow, man. Yeah. That is amazing. Wow, man. It's so good having you, having you here today. And I think it's a really timely message. And, uh, and I think that we definitely need to have you on again Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) next time with your wife. But as far as I just wanted to say to you that, that what God's done in you and we've watched just have you watch our life. We have watched your life yes, and we have watched the, through the ups and the downs and that your heart has been just so for people and just so to just uh, to, to, to know, know what your purpose is and uh, what God is going to be doing in the next few, few months is going to re- really blow your mind. It's already started happening, but you're going to see the application of what you went through and you, and you're going to see it, like it's almost like you know you, your eyes are open and you just see you, you, like on the magic he's beginning to believe <laughs> you know just yeah. being able to uh, just see the application in so many different places but this 
what what you're doing is needed mm-hmm. uh, more than you know. I just see the Lord just having you mentor people and just teaching them how to walk at, to help others with this as well. Um, but I, I, I'm really thankful for you and for, for this message today. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, I remember when we came down to your, your place in 2017, I think you were almost in the midst of this season. And I remember yes. sitting um, in your office with you and Trisha and just having a real time of ministry and prayer. And then to see where God is, what God has done um, over the last number of years to bring healing and restoration, like you said, and all of the people that you get to touch and minister to out of that place is, um, is amazing. And we're just, we give God really all the glory because he's so good at that yeah, uh, healing and restoration. Part to <laughs> so, um, wow. Amen. Well, thank well, you. That, that means so much guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we definitely love you guys. You. And this was, this has been a rich, rich time. And what, what I like you to do is um, maybe, you know, whatever you need, whatever you feel like you want to leave for today for, for people, you may have said it already, but uh, I would like you to just, yeah, just speak some life and also to just to pray for, for people that are walking through this. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, um, Many of you may remember, I know you guys will remember years ago, there was a company called the Hair Club for Men. Y'all remember that? <laughs> There's this thing, yes. this guy get out there and he's got this full head of hair and he used to be bald. And he goes, hey, I, I thought so much of their product, I bought the company. I'm the president here. You know, I feel like with burnout, it's like, hey, burnout. Yeah, that was me. I was the poster child for that. But I also feel like there's hope on the other side of tragedy. And, I, yeah. and God is the... It, he, you know, he gives us beauty for ashes and he mm-hmm. takes the broken and, and hurt places in our life. And he has this amazing way. I mean, it's not a coincidence that Jesus was a carpenter. He knows how to build, mm-hmm. th- build things, but he also knows how to fix broken things. Wow. Man, so he takes, yeah. this, he takes these broken areas of our life and he makes something beautiful out of them. So I just want to pray. If you guys don't mind, yeah. can yes. I pray for the people yeah. that are going through this? Yeah. Let's pray. Father, I just pray right now for everyone that's listening to this broadcast today that Brian and Diana Lee have put together that you would really help them with their destiny, that they may feel right now that they're in a cave somewhere, but Lord, you're right there with them and you're calling them out of that cave. And I believe right now that people are beginning to step up and step out, Lord, that mm-hmm. your, the future that you've created for them, that they are going to walk into this future, that Father, that the what the enemy has tried to destroy them with, they will turn around and use as a weapon against him that father um, you will strengthen them, that their ministries will multiply, that their families will prosper, that Lord, the broken areas of their life that the enemy has stolen these last few years that will now be restored and that they will be reignited for their purpose. Lord, where they're, maybe they're dealing with burnout that you would reignite them. Yes, Lord. And Lord, um, you would use this as a fuel to propel the ministries and the, the missions, personal missions that you've called them to, whether they're in ministry, Lord, they're, as a full-time person or as a, a, you know, a teacher or as a, whatever their role is, Lord, that you would propel them into ministry forward. And we thank you for that. Lord, I pray for Brian and Diana Lee, Lord, I pray that you would continue to bless them and the girls bless their ministry. Keep your hand on them, Lord, and use them in great and mighty ways. And we thank you for that in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Father, we just pray your blessing upon our brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, We pray in the name of Jesus that he, that you would bring favor, open doors, 
bring his message to the people who need it in the name of Jesus, God. Yes, and I just thank you for the, the yes, team Lord. that you're going to be building because it's going to be it's too, it's too big for just one person. So I thank you for the team that you're building, God, to to um, to move forward in this in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. And we just thank you for Amen. that. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank wow. you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. This has been an honor. It's an honor to be with you guys. And I can't wait to be with Trisha and yes. you guys together. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. It's been a it's privilege a and an honor to have you as well. And we look forward to the next one. Thank you. All right. And um, so thank, thank you. you thank you. Oh, thank you so much for coming, for mm -hmm. being on today. We just uh, we just hope that this uh, blessed you and mm -hmm. that it spoke to you. And please share it with those that you know are going through this stuff because yes. um, it is pretty widespread. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, thank you for watching. We pray this was a blessing to you. And we will see you next week on The Deposit. Talk to you later. Bye.